F cubed. Podcast number one, episode number one, take number nineteen. I uh, so I actually had, so I actually had this whole podcast uh, finished, and then I was tinkering around with Anchor, the podcasting service that I'm using, and I ended up deleting the whole podcast. So we get to do this all over again, which is a little frustrating, uh, you know, to say the least. But uh, there's always a silver lining, man, and. You know, the way Anchor does this is if you do things live, which is what I'm kind of doing now, live maybe not being the best term to use, but if you do things right in there, right in the podcast server type thing, they limit you to five minute chunks. And so I had to do things, you know, in, I had to do four five minute chunks with the first podcast. And I think I have kind of figured out a way to skirt around that in the future, but that's what I'm doing here now. Well, for those four chunks last time, the audio quality was just not that great for the first couple, man, as I was kind of figuring out, you know, what the best way to do it. Should I use a mic? Should I not use a mic? Should I do this? Should I do that? You know, whatever. So I think that the audio quality is going to be pretty good for you guys on this one because one thing that uh, is kind of pertinent to the podcast is... I will be doing 100% of my podcasting in my car. And the reason why that is so is because for those of you guys that uh, that may not be too familiar with who I am, my name is Jim Schultz and you'll learn a lot about me obviously as this podcast unfolds. But the first thing that you'll want to know is I'm married to my wife Autumn. We've been married for nine years. We have two small children, Penelope who is three and Elijah, who is almost one. So that means that I have exactly seven free minutes every week. And so the opportunity for me to just kind of, you know, say, yeah, man, let me let me mosey up on the couch here. Let's uh, just set up this podcast. Let's take these 45 minutes, knock this guy out. Yeah, that world does not exist for me anymore. And so I've got to find innovative ways to combine activities such as driving and podcasting, such as sleeping and working, such as, you know, eating and working, such as X and Y. And so this is what we, uh, this is what we're going to do, man. So in this first chunk, so let me see, I've got, yeah, I still got two minutes left. That's not bad. So in this first chunk, what I kind of want to do is kind of talk about the overall theme of F cubed and kind of how it got started. And then in each little subsequent chunk, we will uh, we will talk about fitness, finance, and then faith. So F cubed F cubed is really kind of the evolution of fitness and your finances. Uh, a little initiative that I started a few years ago that some of you guys might remember. And you know, as I'll get into in the fitness and the finance piece, I mean, my whole adult life has been dedicated to fitness and finance. So starting F&F was kind of a very natural thing for me. Starting F&F a few years ago was a very, very just logical choice for me to kind of get my thoughts, get my ideas, produce content in some way around, you know, some kind of business endeavor. But it never quite got to where I wanted it to be. And I'm not even really talking about success necessarily. I'm just talking about how I felt about FNF. I'm just talking about, you know, the type of content I was producing and just where everything was. 
And I think I now finally realize why that is the case. During the FNF days, I was certainly open about my faith. I was certainly, I certainly didn't shy away from talking about the fact that I was a Christian, talking about, you know, my love for Jesus, talking about, you know, these different things. But I didn't boldly proclaim it. I wasn't like super brave with my stance. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm boldly proclaiming it now, you know, necessarily, to use necessarily a couple times. But, uh, but hey, man, it's 5.30 in the morning, and I'm headed to the gym, and uh, yeah, so you guys are getting the raw, authentic Jay Schultz. But F with F-Cubed, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go ahead and just put faith just right there in the title, man. Just front and center. And so, there you go. F-Cubed, podcast number one. Episode number one. Chunk number two. We are going to talk about a little bit of fitness now. And I actually just got done training, so I am in high spirits. And it is a good time for me to talk about fitness. And so I kind of want to talk about, you know, my history with fitness. And then and then we'll kind of get into, you know, what my goals from a fitness standpoint are with F-Cubed. And so many of you guys, if you're following me because you followed me from F&F, because you followed me when I was a Winthrop professor, because you follow me now because I work at Tasty Trade. Hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for giving me your time, for giving me your attention. I take that stuff very, very seriously. Well, if you have been following me, you probably already know my story to some degree. But for some of you guys out there, you may not know anything about me. And so a couple of minutes kind of about my my fitness journey so growing up, man, I was a big kid. I mean, my youth, my childhood, my young adulthood, I was big, I was overweight, I was fat, I was chubby, I was picked on, I was made fun of, I was all those things, man. All the synonyms that come along with that story, that was my life for years. And so I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be discouraged. I know what it feels like to be deflated. I know what it feels like to wake up and just be kind of kind of defeated, man. I know what that feels like so well. And so, you know, if you met the rest of my family, you would know that genetically, I kind of got the short end of the stick. I mean, you pair that up with, you know, really, really poor nutritional habits as a youngster. I mean, I would eat I would eat cereal. So I still love cereal to this day. I still do. But man, I would eat like Apple Jacks and Cookie Crisp and let me think, what else did I love? I didn't really get into Cinnamon Toast Crunch until I was in college. But Apple Jacks, Cookie Crisp, oh how could I forget? Captain Crunch? I don't know what they put in there, man, but there's some element of Captain Crunch. That you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. That when you bite into some Captain Crunch, they've got some combination of something in there that it just stands alone, man. You cannot find that taste anywhere else. And so I would eat these things by the box, man. And so, you know, my, my fitness journey started out as being really overweight. But not only that, but I just want you guys to know here on the front end that I'm just an average guy, man. 
I'm just an average guy with, you know, average to below average genetics. You know, I'm not like, you know, some of these fitness freaks that, you know, they just show up and they can do whatever they want and they can eat whatever they want and they look great. That is not my story. That is not my history. And so I say all that because if you find yourself in a situation where you're not where you want to be and you find yourself where you've been, you know, 20 pounds away, 30 pounds away, 50 pounds away, 80 pounds away, whatever the case may be, if you are kind of, you know, if you would classify yourself as having an average metabolism, as having average genetics or below average genetics or really poor nutritional habits or really, really, you know, suboptimal environment, let's call it, growing up in terms of trying to be fit and trying to be healthy and trying to be all these different things, I just want you to know, man, on the front end, that I know exactly what you're going through. I know exactly what that feels like. And so my hope is that my story will resonate with some of you guys and you'll kind of be like, yeah, like I, that, that's what I'm going through right now. And so I just want to know that I'm, I've been on your level, man, and I still am on your level. And so, you know, I like to get out there, get that out there on the front end. And so I've only got a few seconds left as Anchor chops me off at five minutes a clip, which is not easy for me to do because I am a talker. But the fitness element of F-Cube, so that's my story. But the fitness side of what I'm going to do here is, man, we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about training. We're going to talk about tracking macros. We're going to talk about training heavy. We're going to talk about all the things within those two you know, kind of buckets, you know, there's recovery and there's supplementation and there's other things, but it's basically nutrition and training. And so that's what we're going to talk about F-Cubed. And I want to give you guys all the tools you need to be successful. So that's it, man. F-Cubed podcast number one, episode number one, chunk number three. So we talked a little bit about the overview of F-Cubed in general. We talked a little bit about fitness in that last little chunk. I kind of want to talk a little bit, about, a little bit about finance in this uh, in this chunk. I got you guys wrapped up there with a little bit of uh, foster the people, or foster of the people, or foster by the people, whatever they call themselves. That is a that is an outstanding jam, man. Doing it for the money, that is the jam. So finance, F cubed. So let me talk a little bit about kind of my history with finance because some of you guys may not be aware of this story. And then I'll talk a little bit about, you know, what F-Cubed is really trying to accomplish, what I'm trying to accomplish through F-Cubed from a financial standpoint. So from the moment that I burst through the doors onto Central Michigan University's campus as a freshman, I knew that I wanted to study finance. Like I was convinced I wanted to study finance. I took one look at the stock market. I remember I was standing there looking at a stock ticker as just, you know, a 19-year-old kid. And I said, man, that is fascinating. I have no idea what any of that means. But, man, that is like, that is awesome. And so I need to be a part of this. And so from there, honestly, the rest is kind of history, man. I never wavered. I never changed my mind in terms of finance. I actually thought, I was actually pretty convinced that as an undergrad, I wanted to be a stockbroker. I wanted to be a financial advisor. I saw the movie Boiler Room and I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. I want to do it in a legal and legitimate way, 
but that's what I want to do. I want to have a tanning bed in my in my living room. That's going to be my jam right there. Well, I actually worked an internship uh, the summer between my junior and senior year, and I worked at Raymond James, and I had a great, great summer, man. I had a great time. I met a lot of really great people, and I said, man, this, this could be a great profession. And they offered me a job. They said, just go graduate, come back, you're all set, blah, blah, blah. But the problem that I had was when I got back to school and I had a chance to kind of evaluate the summer, just kind of objectively look at what I had experienced, what I realized, and this really frustrated me, that my finance professors never, never told me this, that being a good financial advisor or being a financial advisor at any level really has a lot to do with your sales abilities, your skills as a salesperson. It has very little to do with what you may know or may not know about finance. Now that is not a bad thing. That is not a negative thing. I mean, I don't necessarily have a negative connotation with the world with the word salesperson or salesman. I mean, I sold windows for crying out loud for a summer, you know, when I was like 20 or 21 or whatever it ended up being. I can't remember. But I know a lot of people do. A lot of people hear that word and they're kind of like, eh, you know. I'm not necessarily like that, but I just loved finance so much that I was like, yeah, I don't really. I don't really want to put myself in a position where it's all about my ability to, you know, build relationships, to communicate, to be a people person, and, you know, all those things. Now, you know, truth be told, I definitely have some of those elements in my in my character, in my personality. I am extroverted. I am a people person, at least some of the time. And so, you know, I I thought this could be a really good mix. But the problem I had was it was too heavy on that and too light on finance. So I made a pivot. So I made a change of course and decided to get my PhD, become a professor, and now obviously I work at Tasty Trade, trading uh, derivatives and hosting a couple of our shows. But all that to say, F cubed, the two things that I'm really passionate about within the world of finance and the two things that are gonna really govern the lion's share of the finance content for F cubed are budgeting, and investing. It's saving your money and then structuring or positioning that money so that it is working for you through investing, through actively trading, whatever the case may be, there's a million ways to slice that and dice it. And we will slice it and dice it a million different ways. But that's the basic idea. Anchor shut me down. I got three seconds left. So that's all I got. F cubed podcast number one episode number one chunk number four and man how about some how about some elevation worship music oh come to the altar to kind of kick off this little chunk here I mean that if that doesn't get you fired up like you don't even have to be a Christian to love that song I mean you can just listen to the beat and listen to the to the sounds and be like what are they talking about talking about Jesus talking about the altar like that what is all that about and then maybe we can kind of sneakily convert you kind of through the back door some way but uh man that's a that's a good jam man that's a really good jam so in this final chunk i've only got five minutes so we gotta get right to it man i want to talk about some faith i want to talk about what is definitely unequivocally the most important piece of f cubed 
And ironically enough, as I kind of shared in the first the first little segment there with the overview, you know, F cubed is very much an extension of, or maybe to put it more accurately, the evolution of fitness and your finances. So my entire adult life has been governed by fitness and finance. Fitness on the personal side, finance on the professional side. And so starting F&F back in the day, you know, a few years ago, five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, just made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense on every level. But man, it was always missing. It was always missing that faith piece. And, you know, I have branded myself as a Christian for a while. I would, you know, had you stopped me on the street when I was like 18 or 19 and asked me what I believed, I would have said, you know, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I, I am a Christian. But I'll tell you, man, I mean, F&F was missing faith a few years ago. Well, now that I've started F-Cubed, my, my faith journey has been on fire these last couple of years. These last two or three years, man, I have grown so much in my walk with God, in my walk alongside Jesus, that when it came time to kind of revive F&F and consider, hey, come on in, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm in Chicago downtown traffic, baby. This is the real authentic experience. Yeah, God bless you too, man. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, get, getting with the uh, with the faith piece. For me, when I started F-Cubed, I mean, putting, putting faith right out there was just a really obvious choice. And so I wanted to be really clear. I wanted to be really open with my faith. And not only that, but as I talk about my faith, with F cubed on the podcast, on YouTube, on my videos, on my Facebook, on my Instagram, on my Twitter. I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to hit this thing from every angle. I really want to be really, really clear what I believe. I believe that Jesus Christ was, is, and forever will be God. He is God, period. And so when I, when I refer to God a lot of the time, I try to make sure I drop some Jesuses in there. Like, I try to use, like, a, you know, one part Jesus to every two part God, at least. Because the word Jesus for a lot of people, it kind of makes people uncomfortable. You know, people are like, oh, you're talking about God? Oh, that's great, man. Like, that's awesome. Like, good for you. Like, man, that's, that's really special. But you drop a Jesus on somebody and they're kind of like, hmm, that dude's a little weird. You know, and I don't know, I kind of like that. I mean, I, you know, if you for the people that know me that are listening to this, I mean, I, I don't mind, you know, kind of bucking the trend and going against the grain. And so dropping a Jesus sprinkle on somebody when they're not expecting it, it's kind of fun, man. You know, twisting up some knickers. I don't, I don't, I don't mind doing that. Uh, I don't mind doing that at all. And so that's what I believe. And so, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you're a Christian, then, you know, maybe, you, uh, well, if you listen to this podcast and you're a Christian, and my hope is that you're like, yeah, that's pretty cool. If you listen to this podcast and you're not a Christian, then I hope that I, re I really truly hope and pray that I haven't turned you off. I really truly hope and pray that you stick around, you know, hopefully for some fitness stuff, hopefully for some finance stuff. And yeah, you're going to hear the name Jesus here and there. You're going to hear the name Jesus quite a bit. You're going to hear, you know, my faith journey, my beliefs and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know. I hope and pray that it might open your heart, honestly. I hope and pray that it might soften your heart so that the next time Jesus does speak to you, and I know that he will, you uh, you might be open to it, you might be receptive to it, 
And uh, yeah, man, I got 80 seconds left. So that's it. Podcast number one is in the books. I'll see you guys for podcast number two, which will be anytime between three days and three months.